Welcome to The Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. Hello and welcome to The Thought Vault today, everyone. I am excited about this topic because it is something that I have definitely had to grow through and learn on the fly because parenting? No, you can't be prepared for that. So let's dive into this episode all about this topic and really focusing on how we can really have a grip on our mindset and what we should challenge ourselves when it comes to parenting. So there is nothing that we can do to fully prepare ourselves for parenthood. We can have ideals and thoughts and daydream about what it would look like, but we can't predict what we will walk through once that baby is part of your life. Um, This isn't going to be an episode about how to parent, but rather cultivating a healthy mindset about it. Um, Parenting, in my opinion, is one of, if not the most important responsibilities for the kingdom of Christ. The miracle of life is something that cannot be missed. The sheer feat of a baby making it through birth is a miraculous blessing. And life is so very fragile and you become hyper aware of that once you're a parent. Um, No matter how your kids come to you, we all can understand and have a grasp on the sheer miracle it is for a baby to come to life and be born. Amazing. God formed us all in the womb, and we were made right then into image bearers of Christ. All of us. We all have a very distinct purpose for the world. From the time I can remember hearing that phrase, image bearer, has been something I've known about as who we are as people. We are image bearers of Christ. But it, it that never rang more true to me than when I held my own children. You know, seeing their faces, I understood in that moment the gravity of what I was holding, an image bearer of Christ. What a picture that is to behold. And becoming a parent has challenged me in so many ways. We all enter adulthood with a variety of wounds from our childhood. For some of us, the wounds might be minor, like a parent's voice that was raised too loudly or a glance or a comment that made us feel insignificant or less than. These we can often recognize and learn how to move past and heal from them. But on the other hand, some wounds may be deeply traumatic, maybe even hard to face or try to think about again. And these often require much more time and possibly professional help and extended healing to recover from. But regardless of the wounds, the desire for us to work toward healing those wounds and not instilling those same wounds on our own children is an honorable and necessary process. When it came to having children of my own, I walked in a lot of fear. Uh, Fear of not being capable rang the loudest. And I wanted to be a great mom. And I knew that my anxiety and OCD would be something I would have to face and probably face it full on because I could imagine, and that's part of my issue, or that's part of my walk with OCD and anxiety, I can vividly, not daydream, but visualize things that could happen. And side note, I I always had this weird inclination that I'd be a really great actor because I can literally put myself in the shoes of so many different (laughs) personas and situations. I could easily 
bring tears to my own eyes just imagining walking through a certain circumstance. And so for me, that was very real when I would think about having a child and even going through school and like seeing friends go through traumatic events and situations that have happened to see like, oh my gosh, how would I deal with that if I was their parent? And so fear rang very true and mainly because I wanted to be fully capable to handle it. It, I knew that having children would both invite an extreme amount of love and joy and fulfillment But it would also introduce the possibility of great grief and sadness and pain because when you have a strong emotion of love and joy and all of that, you're inevitably going to experience the other side of that. And so thinking of all of that really kept me frozen in fear. And so when thinking about parenting, it is both a blessing and a huge call to action. I don't want to coin the other side of that with it's a blessing and a burden because burden does not represent the accuracy of what parenting is or calls us to become. God is good and he created life to be good and we choose how we live our lives. And when being a parent is part of that story, we get to make choices about that too. And that's really what I want to dig into today. Knowing that I'm caring for an image bearer of Christ, I know that I have to take up the responsibility to shape my child and to know the truth of their purpose. In the last episode of The Thought Vault, the title of Why You May Be Stuck and Complacent, in that episode, go back and check it out, I implore us all to keep our actual purpose at the forefront of all we do. And that purpose can be found in Mark 12, verse 28. We are first called to love God with all our mind, body, and soul. Second, we are called to love our neighbors as ourselves. And this is the guide for how to love and care for our children. It's the same thing. Apply it to all areas. By loving Christ first with all our mind, body, and soul, we are exemplifying what it is to know God and love Him. The second purpose is to love our children as we love ourselves. And this is the important note. This is what I want us to kind of come away with maybe a better depiction of this because it starts with us. How can we love someone else when we're not loving ourselves well? We can't love our children well if we're not putting ourselves in the equation. Insert that mind-blown emoji. (laughs) This is important to recognize because it goes back to what what I referred to in the beginning of this episode. In order to show up well for our kids, we have to repair the areas of ourselves that are hard. Those wounds, whether they're minor or they're major. For myself, I've had to find how important it is to know that Christ is giving me the strength and ability to overcome my own innate tendencies, i.e. my quickness to anger. That's a wound from my childhood because in my household, you could talk about how you felt. No holds bar. (laughs) Um, You know, if you felt like yelling because you were upset, you could yell and the loudest person in the room got heard. So I'm quick to my emotions and that includes negative ones like anger. I've had to understand that my deficiencies can draw me closer to him, to Christ, and to help me grow as a person. And that's very vital when you become a parent because everything that's been hard for you, and this isn't a a dig on parenting, but it becomes very exemplified and clear when you have children. 
because you are literally, you are enacting what God does for you every day by putting himself aside for you, sacrificing himself to love and care for you beyond all the things that you do. And that is what you do as a parent. So you have to continuously set your own flesh aside. And that is hard. Because up until you become a parent, no matter how long it takes you to become a parent, you've literally been self-sufficient the whole time. You've been thinking about yourself for years and days and thousands of hours and thousands of seconds, millions of seconds of your life has been about you, okay? Of course, we do things that are extra for other people and all of that, but literally, by and large, every choice you make has to do with you. You're not setting yourself aside for somebody else. In a relationship, you do that partly, but still, it's it does not compare to the magnitude you have to do that for when you until you become a parent. It's just another level, right? So this is the approach I have had to have is understanding like my deficiencies can draw me closer to God and I have to work on them, especially on the days that I'm responding to my flesh, right? So we all have those days where it's just, you're quick to to react, you're quick to be frustrated, you're quick to be disappointed and aggravated because things aren't going your way, right? Or they're not meeting your expectations. So the focus is that I want to be, you know, mindset my mindset has been I want to be intentional with the way that I keep driven to better myself. And what I mean by that is, like I mentioned earlier, we have to take care of ourselves. So I have to keep that initial drive to constantly try to be a better version of myself. And that's a daily cross that I pick up and carry as a mother. Um, Because if I'm not beating my flesh, I'm I am nurturing my kids to hold the same wounds and deficiencies of my personality for themselves. And that's a big deal, y'all. When we love ourselves and take care of our needs, we are able to operate in a manner that reflects that love of God, right? And reflects what God does for us. And we can exemplify that to our children. Understanding that we are clearly purposed to have children in whatever manner we receive them or stage in life, it is the right time for us, the right time to have a journey with Christ that will give you an opportunity to experience life more fully and to become more fully yourself in Him. So you don't have to question, I can't do this. I'm not equipped to do this. I haven't fixed myself enough to be ready to be a parent. That's a lie from Satan. Because like I said earlier, life is fragile. And if you've been given the opportunity to care for life, to raise children, the time is now. You got to go. You got to press go and and be driven to focus on the things you need to as an individual so that you can serve from a place of love and mercy and grace as the Lord serves us each day. We are giving and embodying that to our children. It, it, it's so easy to overcomplicate things. When we are mindful about the way we approach our parenting, we're able to stay present and more engaged in our day-to-day life and engaged in the mindset that we want to have. You know, it, it we can overcomplicate it from the environment of our homes, the type of home we have, to the activities that we engage our children in, to the things that we give them. And the truth is that they just need to know us and to know that we love them. You hear that often, like, your kid doesn't need anything but your love. And as simple as that sounds, it is literally the truth. 
When we keep our parenting intentional and that we are present with our children, we are doing the heart work that is so required to have the potential to know God. We help them. We help our children treasure what's important in life by showing them what they are. And that's the key purpose for us being their parent, to nurture their heart, to treasure the things of life that truly matter. We aren't going to be perfect. And just like we have wounds from our childhood, they will too. Mark my words, there's going to be things you do that scar them. But by working on what we know we need to heal and fix and develop, we're putting our heart and actions intentionally in a place that gives us a mindset to help shape our children to interact in their own lives with more Christ-like character. And that is the ultimate goal, to help position our children's hearts to be receptive toward Christ by seeing the love that he gives through our, our time together with them and to help build a strong character in them to respond well to what circumstances they face. We may think we have all the time in the world with them, but honestly, the time that it takes for a child's character to develop is almost done by the age of seven. Sure, things are going to shape your children and you're going to shape your children after the age of seven, but some of those key developmental character traits, I'm talking about who they are in their heart, is almost fully developed by the age of seven. That is wild, guys. And as a mom of two toddlers right now, toddlerhood is hard, hard. I'm just, I'm not saying it in a fear, like I don't want to incite fear on you, but it is challenging because they yet don't know, understand so much about the way the world works. And so consequence and all of that has to be so finitely nurtured. And it's, it's very taxing. It's very taxing on parents because they're unpredictable. Um, that's just it in a nutshell. A, a toddler, a great description of them is unpredictable. <laughs> and um, it just shows the nature of flesh and shows the nature of the heart and why it's so important that from the time they're born, we have this mindset of intentionality. Like we are going to be intentional with raising our kids and doing the work we need to on ourselves to reflect that to our kids so that they can learn from us and not basically inherit our deficiencies. And to go a little bit further, we must walk humbly. We must admit our own fault and show our children how to put forth the effort to change and learn from our experiences. I'm very quick to apologize. Very quick to apologize. And I learned that from my parents. My parents don't hold grudges. If something is done incorrectly or there needs to be an apology, apology is given. And so when I mess up, I am quick to apologize. So I want to instill that in my kids, know when to say you're sorry, and they need to understand that I don't have this, you know, self-righteous attitude that I'm perfect because you trying to portray that to your kids is going to set them up for failure. You know why? No one can live up to perfection. And if you're trying to live by that model, they're going to try to live by that model. They're going to be sorely disappointed in you, and they're going to be sorely disappointed in themselves because children are intuitive and they know when you mess up. And if you can't apologize for that, they're going to grow up to be that same way. You don't want to raise a bunch of narcissists, just saying. So as a parent, the bigger picture of our children's life should be a focus of ours too. I constantly am asking myself how I teach them now will set them up for their future. If the natural order of things happens, God willing, you know, I will depart from this earth before my children do. And what we pass down to them is what we leave behind. Our legacy is God's legacy 
And that's the bird's eye view I try to keep in my line of sight when it comes to raising my children. My legacy is God's legacy. And my legacy is what's left behind in my children. Am I living a God-like legacy in my children's heart? Am I? That's a question I ask myself. It can at times cause me to hyperventilate when I think about that. Because if I'm honest, that is like a lot, right? But then I go back to our true purpose here. And it's simple. Remember, love God with all our mind, body, and soul and love our neighbors as ourselves. If we are doing that wholeheartedly, you're exemplifying to your children Christ. And that's our ultimate purpose here. You can think of all the different directions, all the like devotionals you could teach them, all the different activities to do, all the different ways to show and all the, you know, make it very complicated. Be very scared to even talk because you're like, what if I say something and blah, blah, blah. No, you operate from a heart place. Is my heart set on the Lord? And am I I loving my children as I love myself? And am I loving myself well? You have to take that extra, you have to go that extra mile and ask that that third question. Am I loving myself well? And, And what that means is, am I growing my relationship with Christ? Am I leaning on Christ for choices and decision making in my home? Am I exemplifying God's nature? Am I doing that? Because that is loving myself well. And if if I'm not doing that, I need to work on that so that I can love my children as myself. Very important to think about there. Very important. In a nutshell, it's my opinion that we have a mighty, truly holy calling on our lives that is simple to implement when we get down to what actually matters. And this requires us to stay present like we talked about and intentional with the overarching call to action that we have to our kids. When we are purposeful about creating a home and example of God's love, we gain so much clarity on what has a place in our life, what doesn't have a place, and what wounds in ourselves that we must take time to work on. It's important that we apply that thing, that test of what is our highest calling to our children. And that that should be a question you ask when it comes to committing your children to certain activities, your family, what you're doing day to day. Are you connecting with your children? Are you not? Parenting is a relationship. We aren't Moses giving a list of commandments to our kids and setting our kids loose in the promised land and like walking away. Okay, gave you the rules, have at it. No, we are walking hand in hand with our children as the Holy Spirit walks with us. And just as God loved Moses when he was leading God's people through his own doubts, Moses had a lot of doubts and he questioned God like, I can't do this. I'm not equipped to do this. God continually held his hand and sent him on that journey. That was required of him because God had appointed him for that purpose. Just as he appointed us, God is helping us through our parenting too. He is walking hand in hand with us as we walk hand in hand with our children. And that's such a wonderful image to keep in mind because it reminds us the purpose here. And like I said earlier, what is the legacy you're living, you're leaving in your children's heart? Is it a God legacy? Is it a self-righteous legacy? What type of legacy is it? We have to stay humble. First pride, then the crash. The bigger the ego, the harder the fall. That's Proverbs 16, 18 from the message translation. First pride, then the crash. The bigger the ego, the harder the fall. I've had to fall hard on my ego. 
walking through parenthood. And I can honestly say I'm thankful because I'm a much better person. I'm a much better person now that I'm a mom because God appointed me to be a mother and that's part of my journey here. And I have to pick up that cross and be intentional to do it well. I'm not going to do it perfectly, but I need to be intentional. That is important. And we must recognize our need to daily lean on Christ and for Christ to lead us in this role of parenting and know that we have to forgive ourselves and forgive others along the journey because it's a lot to walk through. Our faith is a guiding star in our walk as a parent and is the foundation to what we are doing as parents in relationship to our children. Don't try to be a perfect parent. Try to be a present parent that is quick to ask for forgiveness and learn from mistakes. It's a wild ride that is Christ-appointed and specifically for you with your specific child. It's a Christ-appointed relationship. And if your journey feels overwhelming right now, know that you are totally normal. And if you don't have things figured out, welcome to the club. None of us do. We are learning as we go. You're in the right place here. And that's why I wanted to talk about this because it's such a huge mindset place in our in our hearts and in our in our lives. Like we have to have this well-formed mindset when it comes to parenting because it gets hard and you have to be able to pull pull it back and look at it from a bird's eye view. What what is the point here, right? What is the overarching call to action and this part of my life, in this area of my life. The whole point here today is to recognize the importance we have to treasure our children and to take the time to consider your intentions and what you are doing to stay purposeful and stay grounded in our true purpose, which is, again, to love God with all our mind, body, and soul and to love ourselves as our neighbors. It can feel complicated. And while there are certainly complicated matters that we have to deal with as parents that are just mind-blowing at times and difficult and challenging and grieving. The overall focus, though, is still that simple thing. Even in the midst of hardship, what is the focus here? What has to be the ultimate goal? Exemplify Christ to your children. Help them understand what to treasure in their own heart. Parenting is a beautiful, wonderful, messy enjoyable ride, and it's one that I know is going to grow your relationship with Christ deeper and wider if we allow it to. If we allow it to, it's easy to not invite God into this place, but that is a grave mistake. And there's some seasons where it's going to be harder to because you're going to want to white knuckle it and, and figure it out and control the scenarios, but you can't. And that's the beauty of being a believer because we don't have to carry all of that alone. And we have someone holding one hand one of our hands, as we hold our child's hand in the other. I would love to keep this conversation going. So please share this podcast, tag me, um, let me know your thoughts, send me a private message on Facebook or Instagram. You can find the link to those profiles in the show notes. Um, Just look me up, Emily Vermillion, you'll find me. And if you haven't already, please join the Insiders group on Facebook. This is a private Facebook group for our community. And you can go find that by going to boldpearls.com forward slash insiders or click the link in the show notes because I am going to definitely be continuing this conversation in that group. And I would love to hear from you. The best thing we can do, you know, all, all, um, ships rise together. Is that how it goes? What is that? What I'm trying to say is 
all of our collective wisdom and experience will so serve each one of us if we share things about this parenting journey. So let's keep that conversation going over there. Also, I wanted to just give you a quick reminder about that ebook I created for you all called The Quick Start Guide for Living a Better, Bolder Life. As a certified life coach, I've condensed my personal tools into this guide for you surrounding mental, physical, and spiritual health. It's basically just a jump start for getting your mindset working in a more effective way in those three areas. And I know you're going to get a lot out of it by just reading this quick ebook. So you can find that ebook by going to boldpearls.com forward slash resources or click the link in the show notes to check it out. Until next time, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Romans 12, 2. Go live with bold intention, everyone. Bye for now.